Patriots Prayer Podcast for you, and what a great day it's been. Um, let me explain. It's already just it's super early in the morning. Um, I wake up and uh, got a million alerts all over everything. I have all these alerts out for different news things, uh, uh, all of the the the, the mediums uh, platforms rather that uh, host the Patriots Prayer Podcast um, and. And I check these things quite often. And um, we are fully monetized now. Uh, we are monetized on Facebook. Monetized on Rumble. Uh, not quite there on YouTube as of yet. Uh, and working on the podcast platforms. Uh, Spotify and uh, Podbeam. Uh, iHeartRadio. And, and the rest of them. You know, they're, they're growing exponentially the leaps and bounds we're seeing uh i mean even just in, in facebook alone um i went from two to well over uh six thousand at this point uh all within the last month uh within the last 28 days uh it, it, it just due to an uptick of people listening to the podcast and listening to what we're saying. So we know our message is reverberating. We know that uh, you guys are in this with us. And uh, we have a lot of patriots out there. So we really appreciate uh, your patronage. We, we appreciate you taking the time uh, each day to spend uh, with us over here. And uh, we, we, we can't say thank you enough. Uh, for those, and that's the 20% of you who actually click that subscribe button. However, for the rest of you, if you want to support the Patriots Prayer Podcast, do me that favor, please. Click that subscribe, follow, like, and comment. We'd love hearing from you. With that said, let's jump into it. So, there's quite a bit happening. Yesterday, there were some uh, threats made against Christopher Ray as far as, well, get us this document or else we're going to contempt charges at you so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that and then we have this AI cancer deal so uh, artificial intelligence has been trained to recognize on scans cancer that the normal human eye wouldn't necessarily see immediately so they're able to catch it at earlier stages that's exciting folks that is groundbreaking that is something that should be absolutely celebrated we need more good news you know that, that'll be the day. The day that I don't have to do this, the day that I don't have to go in here and call out uh, government corruption, uh, law enforcement corruption, and the likes, uh, it would be a, an amazing day. It would be a great day. It would be a great day. Um, so there are two sides of this AI thing. And I talked about it yesterday, right? I talked about how AI actually works. It's, it's, it's rules programmed by human beings. If you, do the, if you see this or... You're asked this, do that. All these rules are programmed into a piece of software. 
and the software only moves within the confines of the rules that the programmer set for it. Thus, we end up with artificial intelligence. So when artificial intelligence does something that it's not supposed to do, it's not a problem with the artificial intelligence so much as it's a problem with the programmer. So keep that in mind as I read this next story. Now, there's a nightmare scenario is how it's built. The U.S. military AI drone simulation kills not only the operator but takes out the control tower. So I would like to know the parameters programmed into said AI um, as far as uh, what were the criteria that needed to be met in order for it to shoot, attack, or kill, or do whatever. Because I guarantee you, if you go back to the programming, that's where you'll find the fault. See, my, my fear is that they start billing AI as something that acts on its own or sentient um, in this way that they don't have to take full blame for the things that it does. And, and that's the fear. Um, because I, I don't believe that at all. Software is software. That simple. I, I've, I've worked with uh, scaled-down versions of AI software before, even as it retains to uh, surveillance and such. We work out uh, in, in the Las Vegas area, um, and we've... Well, I, I've been involved in a lot of these, um, a, a lot of projects where we would go in and put eye in the sky and cameras all over the place, especially in Vegas. You have no idea how much surveillance uh, there is in this town. <laughs> I mean, I think we dwarf most other places. Uh, but it, it goes so far as the, the cameras will tell you when a door is open for longer than it should be because the rules are programmable. And then it reacts the way you tell it to react. Placing a phone call to a specific individual and letting them know that. Tallying receipts out of cash registers as they happen on the screen. Um, all on surveillance. There's so many things, folks. But the bottom line is that that software is not doing anything it's not programmed to do whatsoever. Um, so if they're telling you that it's acting on its own or they, 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 the term that I believe that they used for AI that does something that they didn't intend for it to do is they, they call it uh, hallucinations, like the AI is having in hallucinations. So I, I don't believe that, uh, and nor will I ever. Now, I'm going to bring something up. Uh, I'm going to talk about this Tara Reid situation and the fact that she fled to Russia. You know, she was afraid for her life, she said, uh, and then fled to Russia. And from uh, the articles that I read said she was assisted by a spy, uh, a Russian spy, in order to do this. So... Uh, folks, I, I'm not quite sure about this one. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see where it ends up at. It doesn't look really good for Tara Reid at this point. And the way that she fled and what she did, um, you know, who knows if it's truly justified or not. But when you start getting involved with uh, spies and that sort of thing on the other side uh, of the aisle, or not what he would say of the aisle, I mean, Jesus, a, a complete adversarial country, and you're dealing with spies, it's kind of hard to be taken seriously after that. Now, I had read articles even prior to this that talked about uh, her not being able to be found where they, they feared her dead, and then brought up um, the social media posts that she said she's not suicidal, but she does fear for her life. So many people feared her dead prior to this ever happening. Uh, so we even did a, a podcast on it here about the fact that they feared her dead, and she wrote those things about uh, Biden. She said, if any, anything happens to her, all roads lead to Joe Biden. So it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and, 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 and right is right and wrong is wrong. I've always said that. Right and wrong need to be more than right and left. Um, 
And I know so badly so many people want Joe Biden to be found guilty and held to account for something. And 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 I get that. But I want those allegations and those things that he's held to account for to be true. Um, and I don't know that this isn't, but I can tell you that the moves that she's making right now uh, look kind of suspicious to me. Uh, but I'll do more research. I'll look into it. And as soon as anything becomes known... Believe me, we're going to bring it up right here and we're going to talk about it. But on the surface, it just looks weird to me that you would uh, take the assistance of a foreign spy because it just looks weird. It, it, it really, really does. Now, I don't know uh, if you guys saw it, but Biden fell again. I think he's going to be the first president ever that needs a life alert bracelet. <laughs> I'm falling, and I can't get up. Not a joke. Not a joke. I really can't get up. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's embarrassing. There's, there's no other way to put it. The guy is absolutely embarrassing. President of the United States of America can't walk up a flight of stairs. Uh, can't say a sentence without just gobbledygook coming out of his mouth. Can't sit through a summit without taking a nap. Um, yeah, this, this guy is, is really a piece of work. He's going to go down in history as the worst president ever. That is, there is no doubt about that. He's already broken records, uh, for being exactly that. Uh, he, he's, he's a bumbling idiot. Um, but I, I don't think he's as dumb as he likes to let on. Uh, it likes to make people think that he is right. He, he plays the, the idiot sometimes about certain issues i think a little too well uh and i think maybe that if he does end up getting caught uh in some of these things which you're gonna which you're gonna see and, and i'm talking about this happened with joe kennedy too right joe kennedy got in trouble with certain individuals and next thing you know joe kennedy had a stroke and even though he had a stroke there were many people who saw uh women running in and out of his uh uh his, his home and uh, there were lots of rumors surrounding the fact that he actually was just fine, that he had faked the stroke. I don't put that, I, I, I do not put that past uh, Joe Biden to do the same thing. You're held to account for one of the worst crimes, a pres the worst, I do not say one of the worst, the worst crime ever committed by a sitting politician, any politician. And, and if he ends up being taken to trial for this, what's going to happen? He's going to have a massive stroke. Oh, he can't, he can't stand trial and... He's, he's not all there, and all of a sudden, remember when Hillary Clinton was coming into the courtroom behind the emails looking all disheveled and sick and couldn't walk, and all of a sudden, right? This is exactly the same thing that's going to happen to him when the time comes. Remember, I, I said it first. I've never heard anybody else say this, so remember that I said it first. Now, this Republican uh, governor in Alabama, Kay Ivey, I am just, I've just became the biggest fan of this lady because she's a beast. She doesn't care. She's like the older version of uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. This lady right here is a pistol. Now she said, uh, she is she fired off a tweet to ESPN and where she fixed the words in a post that they put out there. It says ESPN originally reported on Tuesday that Alabama Governor Kay Ivey signed legislation on Tuesday that will ban transgender women from playing in female sports teams in college. And then the Republican governor quickly hit back 
uh, at the sports outfit and uh, and set outlet rather and said, "Let me fix that statement for you." She wrote in a post Tuesday, changing the words from transgender women to biological men. So essentially saying, no, I didn't ban transgender women from playing uh, in, in women's sports in college. I banned biological men from playing sports uh, against women in college. So, like I said, the lady's a pistol. We need more people like this. We need everyone outspoken like this. It's the only way... We're going to beat this thing back to pre-pandemic uh, era way of dealing with this societally. We're not going to continue down this road listening to waterhead people that tell us men can have periods and take them seriously. So uh, we need people like this governor, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like most of the people on the right. Not, not all of them, for sure. But most of the people on the right... Um, coming out and saying not just the people on the right let's let's even go further than that because this is not a right or left issue it's a right or wrong issue uh and, and it's a true or false issue so men are not women women are not men that's simple uh and that's the way that it needs to be seen and that's the way it needs to be addressed and this is the it needs to be what's taught to our children you know they're attacking american values every day and more and more and more the bar gets lowered, and, and, and it's all in, in an attempt to be nice and not hurt someone's feelings by uh, basically throwing the truth in the trash can and not willing to do that, and neither are most people. Neither are most people that have any common sense to them. So um, it's, it's definitely going to be something that we're going to have to keep an eye on, we're going to have to be adamant about, and we're not gonna be, we're, we cannot let up. For a single second, we can't let up. Now, <laughs> this this trans lawmaker, Zoe, what is her name? Or, excuse me, his name, <laughs> uh, uh, Zoe Zephyr. So, Mr. Zephyr has uh, said that Target and others just need to stand by. Stand, stand with the calls. Don't go anywhere. Don't change your tune. Uh, you know, st stay here, you know, push the cause, push the issue, or however you want to word it. Uh, as, and, and if you want to go the way of Budweiser, if you want to go the way of Target, do that. Go ahead and do that. Push, push the envelope as far as you can. This is what I believe happened, and this is what I believe is going on behind the scenes, and I've even stated so much uh, to a friend just prior to coming on air. Uh, I believe that there are some faction within the government who is going around and showing demographics to people uh them demo those demographics are basically i believe stating that it, that the, in the long run what's going to happen uh is the predominant or pervasive uh a uh, uh, culture is going to be accepting of this and that we who believe in truth and we believe sex is binary we are going to be outnumbered by people who believe the opposite. So in the long run, or long term, by standing by them during these hard times, and this issue, that you will look like some hero later, because you didn't waver, and you stuck with them. Now, that is 100,000% bullshit. People are not, any way, shape, or form with this. If we polled everyone in this country today, I guarantee you, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get 
anywhere near even 35% of the people in this country that would state that sex isn't binary. They, that they would state that a man can have a baby or a man, a man can have a period. That is absolutely false. I've traveled a lot of places in this country. I've had a lot of conversations with people all over the place, and it, it always it, it comes right back to the same thing. People people can agree to disagree on certain issues, and there are other issues that are a little more dramatic, and people take hard stances on those issues. But this is an issue that is not a right or left issue, and even when you talk to people who are Democrat, a leftist, uh, that sort of thing, um, they they tend to agree with you on this issue, but not the other things. Not spending, not foreign policy, not everything. But boys, boys uh, are using the girls' restroom. Yeah, that's that. I'm not with that. It doesn't matter, Democrat or or Republican. So swing and a miss. Good try. Try again, but it's not going to happen. People don't believe you. And Budweiser, um, you're going to go away or the entire financial structure of your company is going to change to accommodate a very small portion of the population because the masses will not buy your product. And the reason why that you're not seeing a resurgence of sales of your product is very simple. You did not fire the ad execs. You put them on leave. So we know you're pretending to take a stance when you're really not. When you issued a statement, the statement did not include an apology. And... Uh, the, the, the particular ad exec that uh, bashed your customer base retained her job. That simple. If, if you don't fire them, that literally means that you're okay with what they did. So as long as you're okay with it and they're not fired, we believe you're trash. We believe you're lying sacks, and that's what it is, and that's not going to change, and you're going to continue because this is going to catch on like cancer. This is, this is going to spread. This is not just going to stay to the 29.5% market share you lost so far. So get ready. It's going to get worse. It's going to get much worse. Because people aren't dealing with this stuff anymore. They're not going to sit back and allow uh, uh, the media, the news, and the culture, or the counterculture, rather, to dictate these types of things to them uh, and, and, and allow them to be normalized. You know, I, I said this before. I'll say it again. The Budweiser logo was... Uh, we were as proud to look at that as we were, in some cases, as the American flag. That that symbol in itself was Americana. Don't get it twisted. So, when when you see a company that that it was that true blue American to us turn on us, I mean, what a shot to the gut that was. Because we we believed you were one of us. We believed that Budweiser was American. We we believe you guys shared the same values. As us, because trust and believe that the counterculture is not um, these values that they push. They're not American values. They're values that they made up, and now they're trying to make them the mainstream by erasing our values by calling our values bigotist, uh, homophobic, and and anything else that they tend to try to create. So it's not true, and we're not changing. And beyond that, we're done having the conversation about what's right and wrong, true and false. It's over. We know what's right and wrong and what's true and false, and we're going to defend it. So counterculture be damned. It's just the way it is. Now, there is uh, there uh, just on, on that AI issue prior to getting into this, 
we were talking about that AI issue, and I have a couple of clips, and, and I want to show you these clips because, I mean, this is really interesting to me, folks. It's extremely interesting to me. Um, they, they are going to show you in this clip exactly how this AI software is able to spot cancer. And she's going to speak to it. Uh, give me just a second to round up this clip. They could go undetected. I do apologize. I should have had this queued up before we started, but I was in a hurry. Uh, we had a situation today where my dog, I have a little Maltipoo. She's a little puppy about so big. Six months old, and we had to take her to get spayed. And my heart broke when I picked her up. And I'm in the waiting room, and I saw her come out, and she was all drugged up. Oh, my God. I love my dog, but uh, I did not like seeing her like that. That's for sure. So I was a little late getting in here today. I wasn't as organized as I typically am. But that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into this. So I'm going to show you this video uh, of this. Uh, this it, it's a it's it's a scan of some kind. I'm not a medical technician, so I don't know if this is MRI, cat, what kind of scan it is. Um, but I'm sure she'll tell you in the clip. But you'll see that. It, the, the AI software uh, was able to identify at a much earlier stage uh, where the cancer was. And take a look. I have a practice with nine intelligences blocking breast cancers that are so small. You can see here. They could go undetected on a traditional screening. And what was surprising is that we have a practice with nine dedicated breast radiologists, all fellowship trained. All we do is read breast imaging studies and so I thought you know we were probably pretty good at what we were doing but this study really comes and shows us that even the, the dedicated and committed uh, breast radiologists can do better utilizing artificial intelligence so I mean there you go there you go the the the, the artificial intelligence um, like I said, it does whatever it's programmed to do. Uh, and you take human error out of the middle. Now, I understand where there is a place for AI to be feared. Um, and a lot of people are scared. They took our job. You know, they, they don't want to lose their jobs to a robot. Uh, it, it, that happens. It, ha it happened in Seattle. I think, it, I think it was born in Seattle. I remember when they were talking about changing the uh, early on, years back, they were talking about changing the um, the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And uh, as a result of them changing the wages to $15 an hour, the fast food joints started putting in these self-order kiosks. And there you go. I mean, my, and it just changed the subject just for a brief moment. Uh, my way of thinking about that is very simple. These are entry-level jobs for high school kids. You're not meant to work at McDonald's at an entry-level position in McDonald's and think that that's supposed to pay your car note, your rent, your mortgage, and put your kids through school. That's not what it is. It's an entry-level job. Um, and, and what about those folks that made more, uh, that worked all that time to build up their raises uh, to get to a $15 an hour wage, and now you show up and get it in the door? Do those people that already had it, do they get a bump, a slight bump to separate them from the new employees? Because that's not fair. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm all for having a livable wage, folks all for having a livable wage but the problem with that is the monetary system and the way it actually works the more the government spends the less your money is worth and the longer you have to work to pay for the same things so the same thing happens in our economy when we're dealing with 
our our GDP, uh, it, 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 supply and demand. Uh, all of these things play a role in the cost of goods and the cost of services versus the value of our money. And the best way in the world to give the most value for our money isn't necessarily to turn around and give people uh, a higher wage like the Democrats constantly want to do to make up for the fact that they are spending us into oblivion. They need their credit cards cut up. Uh, they, that's exactly what needs to happen. Their credit cards need to be cut up. Because if you made $10 an hour before Joe Biden was elected president, you're, you're probably only, you're, that same $10 an hour is only worth $6 an hour now. Uh, he's, he's, he's absolutely the biggest buffoon as, as a president. Uh, he has not made any decisions as president that have been good for the American people. Not one. I've sat down, I've looked, I've talked to other people. <laughs> I've even posed the question to leftists. Like, give me the, give me the law that he passed that was good. Uh, give me any bill that he passed that was good for the country. Name it. Let's go take a look at it. They can't. But they immediately go, well, Donald Trump, like, that's not the question. The question is, what has Joe Biden done for the United States of America? Well, President Biden, you know, President Trump didn't, uh, look, I'm, I'm done with that. That's exactly what they do. They do everything by comparison, right? Across the board. Every, every time you bring up something about uh, Biden, they go Trump. That's not the question. If Trump did something wrong, bad, illegal, go after him. Go ahead. We're we are not the uh, we're not the party of agendas, no matter what. And plug your ears and cover your eyes, la 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 la, while people commit crimes. The law applies to everyone, every single person, and anyone who breaks it, it should be held accountable to said law. So you're never going to get me to say, well, yeah, you got Trump on camera holding up this bank, but Biden. Like, no, everybody, if you broke the law, you should you suffer the consequences of whatever law that you broke. Now, we talked a little we bit in the beginning that I brought up this fact about Christopher Ray, and, um, and I got some footage here. So I said they were going to hold him in contempt. They were going to hold him in contempt if he didn't turn over the paperwork for the 1023 form yesterday. And now today they have decided that all of a sudden they're going to turn it over but I'm not, he had a phone call with James Comer, and during that phone call, I guess they offered him the ability to come and see it in a skiff, which is a private, uh, a secure room where no one else can see the document, except for, as you'll see in this clip, they left out one very big detail. The only way they would do that uh, for James Comer, Chuck Crassley, is if they redacted the document which means you're just going to black it all out and you you haven't gotten to see the document. Keep in mind that, and put this in perspective, the oversight committee has oversight of the federal government, so the FBI does not have the right or ability to say no when this oversight committee says, show me that piece of paper, you can't say no. Like, that's your boss. This is how agenda-driven they have become. This is why we don't trust them, because they're acting uh, with impunity, doing whatever they want to do, not following the laws uh, that they swore that they would follow when they took their office. So uh, Comer and Grassley are doing what they should do and pushing these uh, uh, pushing charges uh, of contempt against Christopher Ray uh, for what he did. Now, listen to this clip 
and they will t explain what's going on with this uh, situation in detail. You'll get it. Anticipated phone call in Washington, D.C. today as the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer and FBI Director Christopher Wray, along with Senator Charles Grassley, spoke about the possible release of a document that claims that Joe Biden accepted a $5 million bribe from a foreign national when he was vice president and took specific actions in exchange for that. Now, Comer has subpoenaed that document. The FBI has not yet turned it over. The Bureau says that Ray offered Chairman Comer the opportunity to review the document in a secure setting. Comer says that offer is not good enough. He now plans to move forward with his effort to hold Director Ray in contempt of Congress. Now the FBI also claims that just because the uh, Biden bribery allegation is on paper does not mean it is true. But apparently the bureau. So now, now hold, oh, 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 hold on, Sean. Jeez. Anybody with the last name is not. Jeez. All right. So I want to stop right there for a second because I want to talk about what he just said. So now, the FBI. First of all, the FBI said the document didn't exist. Right. Remember that. 1020 FD 1023 didn't exist. So far as Christopher Ray uh, was said. Then Chuck Grassley and James Comer told him they knew it existed and knew what the document said. And then he changed his tune. Once they told him, we know the document exists, and this is what's on the document. So, and, and, and now now they're saying, now the, the response from the FBI at this point is that just because the allegation is on paper doesn't make it true. So they knew about the allegation. They knew about the $5 million, the bribery. They knew about all this. And they've done nothing. They've done nothing. This is sad. This is our country right now, and it's sad that this is what it's turned into. Uh, law enforcement agencies not doing their jobs and covering up for political parties. This is, te this is terrible. It's true, but apparently the Bureau has a track record of downplaying negative information, especially about anybody with the last name Biden. We also have FBI whistleblowers telling CBS News that the agency was actively labeling evidence against Hunter Biden, as you guessed it, disinformation. Even as even if it was completely verified, here with reaction to all of this uh, is House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. First, your reaction to the um, to the vote tonight on the spending bill, Congressman. What's your reaction? Well, I think your two female guests did a great job explaining that uh, this was a, a pretty good deal. Look, the, there are Democrats mad because we cut spending too much. There are some Republicans mad because we didn't cut spending enough. That's called governing. I don't like it. But when we're one-third of the equation, the House is one-third. Yeah. So I got another one here, and you'll understand this one as soon as you see it as right, well, let's too. Let's talk about your call earlier today with the FBI Director Christopher Wray, along with uh, Senator Chuck Grassley, um, and you have been asking and demanding that they turn over this 1023 form. Uh, Director Ray acknowledged that they have it. He would produce it for you in private. Um, let, let me ask you about this, because my understanding of a 1023 is, is pretty simple, is that it is an allegation. You and Senator Grassley believe it's a credible allegation based on the individual whistleblower that brought it to your attention. Okay, I tend to trust you too. Uh, however, the question I have is, are we going to start releasing all 1023s publicly? It, would that result in an invasion of privacy or the potential of making accusations against people that they have not fully corroborated? And why not take advantage of the FBI director's offer to see it 
in like a private skiff or whatever, you know, whatever area he deems secure? Well, to, to answer that question, Sean, he, he offered us the opportunity to come look at it in a private ship, but he, he was going to redact it. My experience with getting documents from the FBI when they're redacted, well, there's very, it, it's all black lines. They don't show anything. But uh, I'm going to say on this show what we told Director Ray, what Senator Grassley told Director Ray. He and I have already seen the 1023 form. We knew what was in the 1023 form. Until we told Director Ray that, he never even admitted that the form existed. So the, the level of confidence that we have with Director Ray only went down. It only declined throughout the conversation. So uh, we will go there and look at the redacted document, but we know what's in the document. And the reason we find this allegation credible, not only because of the credibility of the whistleblower, but because we've seen a pattern of Joe Biden when he was vice president leaving a country after he talks about foreign aid and foreign policy and his family members start receiving payments from that company through shell companies that are then laundered down to Biden family members. So there is a pattern of behavior. And we saw that in Romania. We've seen that in China. We've seen that in other countries that would suggest that this allegation has merit. So there it is. There it is. I mean, we've all seen enough. I, I've done enough research. I, I've read through the contents of the laptop uh, on more than one occasion, on more than two occasions, actually. Um, there's been enough evidence against Joe Biden for an investigation or impeachment hearing to proceed. More than enough. Uh, I guess they, they know that the, the, that the battle is, is an uphill battle. They want to make sure they have overwhelming, absolute evidence uh, that can't be refuted. And maybe they're just smart enough to wait until he loses the election uh, to prosecute him. Because that's that's the way it should happen. Uh, and, and I don't know what's going on with this Hunter Biden prosecution that they were talking about uh, about a month ago, uh, about moving forward uh, with, um, however... You know, I think that's a mistake to move forward with uh, too soon as well, because for the same reason, Joe Biden is just going to pardon his own son. That's simple. Uh, there it should not be a two-tier justice system, folks. It should be the same for everybody. If you're guilty, you suffer the consequences of your actions. End of story. And that's not what we've seen in the Bidens. That's not what we've seen on the left. At all. They don't hold themselves to any standard. I remember when Lewis Craig was uh, uh, soliciting uh, sex from a man in a restroom in an airport as an elected official, and they, he wouldn't even resign. They're like, you need to resign. He's like, no. No, thanks. I'm just going to keep my job. You know, they don't have standards. They don't have standards. Listen to the things that they argue for and the arguments that they put forward on most issues. They're asinine backwards, upside down, and inside out. They make no sense on this world at all. Maybe in bizarro land, they make absolute sense. Not here. Um, but the reality of it is, is I don't believe that they think that the things that they say make sense either. I think they're pandering to their crowd, uh, and I think their crowd is a little touched in the head. And that's exactly what it is. Uh, there's no reason to sugarcoat it. I'm tired of sugarcoating it and trying to get along with people that don't want to do anything uh, but destroy us and destroy everything we stand for and flush the American values that we know and love down the drain. So it's time to start fighting back, and it's time to stop being nice about it because our kids 
uh, in our future are very much at stake. So, you know, take the gloves off, folks. It's 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 time to stand up and, and, and do something. It's it's time. It happened. The the revolution has begun. We're fighting it right now. This is it. So please join uh, and, and stop being quiet. Stop being nice and start being honest and start telling the truth and let the chips fall where they may. But we all have to do it, and we all have to do it constantly because that's what they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a page right out of their playbook. So I know for the longest time people on the conservative side of the aisle thought, I got a job, I got family, I got responsibilities. Let them airheads do what they want. You know, they're just going to tire themselves out eventually. Well, guess what? They didn't. And now look at the world around you. So the, the, the time for being quiet and sitting off on the sidelines and letting things play out because they don't affect you, that's over. There's no more neutral. There's no more sitting quiet in the corner. It's time to get up. It's time to start talking. It's time to fight back. So let's do it. Let's get it done. Uh, elections are coming up. I uh, hope that you guys in your area have candidates that you stand behind and that you've reached out to those candidates, volunteered, do whatever it can to make sure that you get your conservative across the finish line because that's what it's going to take. And uh, other than that, guys, it's been great hanging out with you, and thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us here on the Patriots Prayer Podcast. And as usual, silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer.